This month's streaming things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Stanton Valentino, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Matthew Amerson, Trey Barrera, Conrad, Luke and Sarah, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog and a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Abby Vollmer, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. Welcome back. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. This time, yet another patron demanded movie. That's right. They they put the proverbial weapons to our noggins and say, watch and recap this and make me laugh. And then I peed. Funny podcast, man. Yeah. And this one was demanded by none other than one of our very own mods. Casey McDonald. Well, can we say the name? I don't know. So if you're in the Discord, you know her as Jordan-esque, but we know her as Casey. She's Jordan-esque. Yeah. She's like a Jordan. She wanted to be Michael Jordan. Mm. And so she was Jordan-esque. True. Yeah. And that she is a VIP all-time great. Is this really the origins of Jordan-esque? I think it is, but I might have dreamt that. I don't know if that's 100%. (laughs) Either way, a staple (laughs) of the podcast, one of our most ardent supporters. A true G. uh, We love her so much and uh, happy to record an episode on Train to Busan. Yeah, what a great pick from her, right? I was... So excited many months ago when she first picked it. But as promised, we're plowing through uh, a bunch uh, of these. Yes. Yeah. The girth uh, of all the choices that we've gotten. And that's a word you recently learned, girth, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as opposed to dearth. Yes. So (laughs) so (laughs) dearth means lack. And I know this because I'm almost I may not be a smart man, but I know what dearth is. Uh, but I still use it to mean the opposite quite often. It's just stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. It comes out at random times. I just, I'll be in the the line of the grocery store and be like, Darth, I don't know why. So when we were interviewing Sean Whalen, I was like, your movie, sir, with you and all of your friends, there's such a dearth of talent on display <laughs> <laughs> to his face. He, uh, you know, he didn't seem to really catch on to it so maybe he knew what you meant maybe he was gracious enough to figure out what you meant girth yeah i did i did mean girth (laughs) i meant the girth i hope that's what you were meaning for like oh that talent in that movie just a throbbing girth of talent (laughs) oh i hate that (laughs) don't like that yeah just the the throbbing talent on display Mm. <laughs> so that's what that's in reference to. But Train to Busan, everybody, uh, a film from 2016 from uh, directed by and co-written by Song Ho Yun. And we're going to do our best throughout this to pronounce these uh, South Korean names uh, with with, a you know, with, I don't know what the word is with a plum. With there you go. That's, that works accurately with respect um, and co-written by uh, Jusik Park as well. And yes. Steve, this was your first watch of Train to Busan. Am I correct? It is. I have never seen Train to Busan before. Today. I watched it today. So if you've never listened to the show before, what we'll do, we'll talk about our overall thoughts on the movie, go back and forth a little bit about what we thought about the film in general, and then we'll do a scene-by-scene, play-by-play recap, break down some of our favorite moments, and hopefully everybody's going to have a good time reminiscing about the film Train to Busan. And if you haven't seen it, you're going to want to watch it before listening too far into this episode. Yeah. Where did you uh, catch this film on? Uh, I, 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 I saw it on Prime. 
Is it on, is it streaming on Prime? Yeah, I it's stream. not Freebie, is it? Because that's annoying. Uh, what's Freebie? Is that when it has like the ads? Yeah, but it says it's on Prime. But as you start watching it, an ad will just pop up, and it's like Freebie. And it's oh, like, oh, no, thought- it did not. Do, at least it did not do that for me on my viewing. Good. So I just popped in the old Steel Book. I own this on Blu-ray. Uh, personally, me personally, mm, that's just how I roll. Is this a criterion? No, no, just a nice, wonderful. The art on it's beautiful, but I did happen to own the steel book. So I popped that, popped that baby. I think I own it on digital too. Uh, I've seen this movie like 15 times, probably maybe 20. So it's safe to say that this is a favorite of yours. I hate it. Actually. I just hate watch it all the time. <laughs> no, no. I think I've told this story before, uh, but my, I, I let my son watch this, but when he was way too young, because he was going through a zombie phase. He just really liked zombies. And I think it, each parent should decide for themselves and with their children what's appropriate for them. And for whatever reason, my son was was unbothered uh, by zombie gore. He just you know saw it as the, the fake fun party that it was. Mm-hmm. And so I watched a few older, more appropriate ones. I tried watching uh, Day of the Dead. That's way too much cursing and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a foul movie. So we, we didn't go with that one. But he liked the original Romero, uh, Night of the Living Dead, that kind of stuff. Uh, he just thought it was cute and fun, zombie stuff, right? So eventually I was like, hey, let's try Train to Busan. I shit you not, this kid loved Train to Busan. Yeah. Definitely couldn't read yet. So subtitles are out the window. That's you that's, do dubs. No, that just means that I just no, I'd, I wouldn't teach my son to watch a dubbed movie. Good. Good. So, You're so, raising that boy right. So he just didn't get any of the dialogue. But the visual storytelling is off the charts. And he'd be like, Daddy, we'll train to Busan. I'm like, again? Absolutely. So that's how <laughs> part of how I've seen it so many times. I've probably watched it five or six by myself for my own pleasure. But, you know, to be fair, in terms of like by zombie movie standards, this isn't the goriest zombie movie. Uh, I would say that's accurate. Yeah, sure. Like sure. There's, there's blood in it. Sure. But there's not like dismemberments and guts coming out. Yeah. Faces being ripped off and shit. Right. I, I do think it's above average scary, though. Uh, oh, for sure. They use the, some of the physical acting that they do. Yeah. The, the actors that they get to play the, the zombies are amazing. The situations they put people in is very claustrophobic and works incredibly well. On the um, titular train. Yes, this titular train that is actually going to Busan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Several stops intermittently. But <laughs> yes, of eventually course. It's a train. Yeah. <laughs> but they got a place to go. Yes, that is the destination. Uh, and we got a question in the Discord. We can go ahead and drop it now about what is our favorite zombie movie of all time. Um, I honestly think it might be this one. I know that seems like a little, uh, you know, convenient being as we're talking about this movie. The only movie that has a chance of unseating Train to Busan for me is Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Which is funny because I would say Shaun of the Dead is my favorite zombie movie. Both of these movies would be in my top 10 of all time if I wasn't embarrassed to have just two zombie movies out of <laughs> out of the dearth of films available. <laughs> hey, man, speak your truth, right? You, you put two zombie movies on your top 10 if you want to. This just makes it seem like I'm a zombie freak. I'm not really. I just love these movies in particular. So, Steve, your first viewing of Train to Busan ever. Mm-hmm. No, pressure that, no pressure knowing that I love it so much. What, yeah. what were your thoughts? So, uh, so I went into this with very high expectations. You know, a lot of people are talk so highly of this movie um, you included um and i and i've said this before i'm not like a super huge zombie movie guy like i just don't get really get into them like walking dead's like whatever i don't care it has to be a very special zombie movie for me to actually like it and sure. but, but if i but if it is a special zombie movie i'll love it like a shot of the dead fucking love that movie yes please but a lot of zombie movies i'm just like eh 
fun, but I'll never watch it again. Don't care. <laughs> um, but this movie is really something special. Um, it does what I think every zombie movie needs to do and that it has trains, so, so, has trains, <laughs> has Busan. Um, <laughs> uh, it has social commentary and it uses the, it uses the zombie as a metaphor for whatever social commentary they're trying to say. Um, uh, it, it, and it, it has a very strong emotional core to it. Like the end of this movie, I was surprised by how much I was like weeping at the end of the movie. And I, I, I didn't expect that going into it. And the, the, the people involved, the actors are really great. I, I mentioned before that there's some really great use of set and the physical acting of the zombies is very interesting and scary and they look great. Like without yeah. being without being super gory, they still look frightening as all hell. Like as soon as one of them like locks eyes with someone, you're like, oh, oh, run, go away. That's a bad. That's a bad sign. Don't don't do that. Um, yeah, it, they are what my son calls fast zombies. They are. They are indeed. They're they're sprinters, right? Mm-hmm. They're sprinters. They're quite quick. I really enjoy this movie. I I, you might think less of me. I could never. You might think I think so little of you that I could literally (laughs) never. I've already gotten to the bottom. (laughs) I'm prepared to pull out a shovel shovel and dig a little deeper for you. Uh, But no. uh, So I sat down to start watching this movie. I got my laptop out. I'm ready to start taking, you know, avid notes. You texted me something along the lines of like, hey, man, heads up. It's a subtitled film. It's hard to take notes. And in that moment, I reached to the to the controller thinking, I should probably turn on dubs then. And then I sent you my vomiting emoji gift thing. But Chris, I'm happy to report that I was only, it was only a moment of weakness because I, <laughs> I threw the controller across the room so I would not be tempted. Okay. And I still watched it with the subtitles on and it was still, uh, it was, it was a little difficult to take notes with and be like, you, you, you know, you type your note, you look back up, you're like, wait, where are they in the conversation? I got lost. Um, to the point where, like, I didn't know who was who. Like, I didn't know anyone's name except for Su- Suan. Yeah, Suan's the easier one. Suan's the easiest one to get. I didn't know anyone's name throughout this whole movie. And then after the movie ended, I literally had to go through and, like, okay, who is this character? Because in my notes, I, I I labeled everybody a certain name. Me that, too. That wasn't their real name. Like, I have uh, Baseball Boy. I I called him Sports. <laughs> and cheerleader cheerleader yep cheerleader. okay uh what i also had uh oh, dick cheese that's who's, probably one you didn't use dick cheese is that the business guy the guy the, the yeah the villain okay i called him business <laughs> <laughs> there's preggers i had preggers was mine <laughs> nice uh her uh boyfriend are they married his name is song hua i do i, do, or I think that's how you pronounce it at least yeah i did not catch his name at all and so i called him blue jacket so he is actually uh, a legend in film discourse in a sense. Like, yeah, he looks like he looks very familiar. People uh, thirst after this character. I mean, he is a beloved character and you see like memes of him all the time as far as like the paragon of of uh, non-toxic manhood. It's usually this guy's face oh, really? from this movie. Yeah. Um, so that's part of the reason that I'm. And again, and they did it to me again in this movie. I was just like, oh, I want to hang out and just give me a hug, sir, <laughs> please. Um, so you would take a big hug from Blue Jacket? Absolutely. Or Song Hua? Can you imagine? Oh, man. I feel like his hugs. Just the dearth of happiness. <laughs> just the dearth of happiness. Like It's like the dearth ever, of happiness. Have you ever felt where someone holds you so tight? It's the right amount of tightness. 
It's the right amount of embrace. Yeah. It's the proper consistency of hug. Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't be tickling or nothing. No, no. Yeah. They don't reach down and grab your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect consistency of hug. Yeah. It's a non-toxic masculinity. <laughs> so you love the movie. I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad that the emotional beats work for you. And I think zombie lore is, is important to our culture. It, it is one of the, the mainstays of horror. And it, it's like you said, rife with potential symbolism, um, I think so that's another question we got in the discord is what do you think zombies mean to American culture? And do you think they mean the same thing, uh, to, to Korean culture? I think they do. And I think zombies have, at least in contemporary times, uh, cause their, their roots are actually pretty nefarious, but in contemporary times is always meant like our fear of losing free will, um, kind of a mob mentality of, of, of losing what makes us human, uh, you know, reverting to our animalistic nature that is in all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think I'm not positive. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a scholar and I did very little research, but I, I seem to recall that the origins of zombie movies goes back to, uh, like a fear of, of blackness and voodooism and some, like I said, nefarious roots and symbolism, um, did you get any specific symbolism out of this movie that you wouldn't out of like zombie culture in general? Uh, not necessarily. Um, uh, I feel like all zombie movies do always play some sort of symbolic metaphorical, uh, aspect onto the zombies themselves. They're usually saying they're making social commentary about the present day and the zombies are a way to kind of illustrate that. Um, whether that be, uh, Mass consumerism has been a big one. Um, American gluttony has been an obvious thing. Uh, capitalism is a very big one. I do think in this film they represent greed a lot. Yeah, th- I think this movie is very much a difference. This this movie is highlighting the difference between um, rampant capitalism and rugged individualism versus the collective good of society mm-hmm. and like th- of not not necessarily communism for for but like collectively working together as a society to achieve a goal rather than rugged individualism and how one is bad and worse than the other. Yeah. Or to put it simply selfishness versus uh, a sense of community or, yeah. you know, uh, and that's shown over and over again, especially in our main character. Um, his character, his name is Sukwu, I think. Yeah. And again, we'll do our best to pronounce these folks. I've seen it many, many times, but I still don't speak South Korean. And I love South Korean cinema. I think mm-hmm. um, if you, for whatever reason, I, some kind of magical spell was cast upon me and I could never view another American movie, but I could choose uh, one other country's cinema to imbibe for the rest of my life, I would without hesitation choose South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that their their stories are incredible. My favorite director, Park Chan-wook, uh, hails from that region. Uh, Bong Joon-ho, of course. Uh, you know, Parasite, Memories of Murder. Another train movie you probably have seen, Snowpiercer. Have you seen The Snowpiercer? I, I love Snowpiercer, and this movie constantly reminded me of Snowpiercer in the best of ways. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of similarities there. My wife reads um, their comics, basically, but it's an app called Webtoons, and I've since realize i mean it's a south korean style you know like a japanese have their is it manga or, or manga is it manga 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 <laughs> those manga you know. and so she reads tons of south korean comics and and there's really good stories coming out of that the country that culture uh, and their cinema is is peak as the kids would say uh one of my favorite thrillers i saw the devil highly recommend so anyway i seen him uh, yeah, I think the devil. I think the devil. That's a, it's the American remake. I think the devil. 
<laughs> and it was my mother. Sorry, Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so any whoozle, loved rewatching this today. I'm so grateful to to Casey for for asking us to cover it on the show. I wish Andy were here. I know he's a huge fan of this movie. He was busy uh, this weekend. I actually reached out to him and just think maybe, hey, man, maybe you could pop back in for the mm-hmm. for the train to Busan. He was, he was busy. He said, nah. He's busy, boy. Um, with with regret. With regret. So let's dive right in. Uh, those are a lot of our overall thoughts. We both love this movie. I'm so happy that Steve enjoyed it as much as I do. The film opens with a great scene. It's a it's like a quarantined toll booth thingy, right? They're hosing <laughs> down a truck. <laughs> and a guy I love the lax because I assume they're hosing the truck down for like decontamination purposes, yeah, it's right? Like, meh. But I love just the lackadaisical, like, ah, it's my nine to five. I don't give a shit. Yeah, sure, I got it covered. Yeah, the state Go of emergency is not realized yet right yeah. um that's not the kind of there's guy there's not an outbreak yet there's a leak in the biotech district is all the guy says uh and you know the guy driving the van's like come on i got places to be you know he's having a rough day he ends up running over a deer on his way through the toll booth gets out and looks at it and says god what a shit day right it's just this mutilated deer and then he drives off uh but when he the deer gets up yeah so okay I got really excited when this happened because, you know, in I'd say what, 99% of like zombie movies, it's just like people being zombies. You never really see like zombie animals. So when it started off with this like deer just like convulsing and twitching and it stands back up and its eyes are all like milky white and it... I was really wanting a scene where fucking Bambi just jumps a person. <laughs> it's like, it's like, ah, oh, the prince of the forest, get away. Like I wanted that. But it, but it never happens again. You, no. you don't see another uh, zombified animal for the rest of the movie. But that's all I wanted now was like, I just want a zombie deer or like, can you imagine like a zombie rabbit, a zombie rabbit coming after you or like a zombiever? Mm. That's a good one. Have you seen zombiever? No. Oh, I have. Oh, I have. Oh, I that, have. How, where does that rank in your zombie movie? Oh, it's terrible. But Pantheon. it's purposely awful. It's mm. it's good for a laugh. I agree with you. I, I, I think this is one of the. <sighs> I won't say that. This is an incredibly good opening scene. I think it does everything you want it to do. And what a cool, neat way uh, to get people invested, to raise the tension, to to get them you know, to set the mood, if as it were. But you're right. It never comes back. And it kind of begs the question, you know, how are things going? And with wildlife, you're not quarantining the animals. Right. So it's even a worse problem. Uh, there is a sequel to Train to Busan. Uh, it's called Peninsula. It is nowhere near as good as far as uh, the emotional stakes and beats in this movie are not hit in Peninsula, but it is really fun. If you like these kinds of zombies and like the kinds of physical acting um, that is on display in Train to Busan, it's like that with a way higher budget in Peninsula. And so it's kind of a World War Z, like a massive. Oh, where they're like making little towers of themselves. There's a lot of shit going on in Peninsula. Yeah. And um, it's worth a watch. This movie touches on that scale, but it, but it definitely focuses on the people on the train. So you don't really get to see the widespread, big scale zombies taking over the city type stuff. Yes. I mean, this is the which only... I think, which I think works to the movie's credit. I, you know how often I cry, but I think this is one of the f- very few horror movies that make me weep every single time I watch them. Like, they hit that emotional core every single time. And this movie is one of very few that's able to do that. Um, so the deer gets up, and we know shit's popping off, Right. Uh, and I called him Mr. Stock Trader guy at first, but it's 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 Sukwu, our our protagonist for most of the movie. Eating some Burger King. 
just getting it in. What do you think he had? Do you think he was doing a? Uh, uh, He's definitely not a rodeo burger guy. Oh, dude, I want a rodeo burger. You remember? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I love rodeo burgers. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Can we stop the pot right yeah, now? Turn it off. And, and Let's just go. Like, hey, give they me still a make those? They have the materials to make it. Do you think? Sometimes they they play coy. You got onion rings. You got barbecue one sauce. What else you need? Popeyes told me they were out of their signature spicy chicken sandwich one time. And I didn't say this. I'm not an that asshole. Does, that does happen a lot. A lot. That happens a lot. Here's what I'm here to tell you, Steve. Mm. They're full of shit. They're fucking liars. Look, you're, you mean to tell? You're going to stand there and tell me you got chicken. Uh-huh. And bread. Uh-huh. You got that orange saucy shit. Uh-huh. You got pickles? Uh-huh. Okay. Put all them sons of bitches together and you got me covered. You know? What do you mean you're out? You got chicken. You got sauce. We only got chicken with a bone in it, sir. <laughs> I don't... Does it look like I care? Yeah, I will eat that bone. Anyway. Where were we? <laughs> I think the very beginning. Sucker uh, <laughs> was eating Burger King. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's, he's reading all the news reports. We see some uh, hints to what's going on across the country in there. Um, and he tells his buddy, his analyst, Kim, I believe, yeah, uh, sell all the funds. Right. And the guy's like, what's going to happen to the public? This is going to be pandemonium. A lot of people are going to suffer. Fuck them. Calls them lemmings. Right. You work for the lemmings. You remember what lemmings are, Steve? Yeah, they're, they're the little like rodent things that get scared and run off cliffs. Yeah, they just do whatever. Yeah, they follow each other off cliffs. Yeah, one goes running. They're like, oh, something bad. Did you play that game with the green haired people? Yeah, the lemmings when you're yeah. Yeah, on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always think. Is that of. What you, why you asked me if I what I knew lemmings were? Yeah, Is that what like, you're thinking of? You and I was like, real animal. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like <laughs> the game from two th- from 1998. Um. But he asked for help with a gift for his kid. He's like, hey, what are kids into these days? Because he's just like a selfish, corny business guy, right? Like, it's a cliche. He's, he's a business daddy. It's all he does. Dawn to dusk, he works, right? Uh, we cut to him in the garage. He's talking with his ex about Suan, his daughter. And she wants the daughter to come visit her in Busan. Uh, the next day is her her daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. right? Which is why he wanted the gift. And he's like, I don't have time to take her. I know her. it's her birthday. Yeah, I totally knew that. That's why I asked my assistant to pick a gift out for her. Duh. Duh. And he says, look, I don't have time to take her on a train to Busan. It's not like this movie's called Train to Busan. I can't just do that. What if, like, he didn't get on that train? It was just the daughter. And the the movie's just called Train to Busan and they never get on a train or go to Busan. (sighs) That would be like, what would that be like? What's a movie that never lives up to its title? Uh, I would would feel like I was sold a false bill of goods. I would. (laughs) I would. I'm with you there, buddy. If there was no train. Um, so he gets home to his mother and daughter. She's on the phone with mom under the blanket. She wants to go to Busan so badly. She's willing to get on the train herself, right? By herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, no, 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 you're not going to do that. But also I'm not going with you. I don't have time. He gives her the gift. He got her a Wii. A Wii U. Is it a Wii U? I think it's a Wii U. She already had one. Same color and everything. He looks over like shit. Oh, I think it was a Wii. Oh, well. but yeah, she already had one. It was unopened. So all of the like. The business daddy, like being successful, like all the gifts, the 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 gifts he put no thought into to give her has earned him no social capital with this child because she don't want that materialistic shit. Unless it was a PlayStation. She wants. Yeah, I mean, that's true. If he got her a PS5, she that kid would be like the last of us bundle. I'm staying with dad this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Mom still has a a, a Commodore. All right. (laughs) Me and granny are playing Mortal Kombat 11. And I'm Granny's, getting- Granny's always picking Sindel and whipping ass. <laughs> but he's like, look, I'll take you to Busan next week to see your mom. And she's like, no, you always say next time and lie to me. 
Um, very hurtful. Very hurtful, these kids. <laughs> very uh, hurtful, these kids. <laughs> we got, uh, yes. The mother approaches Am him. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. It's the children who are wrong. Little bastards. Ungrateful. <laughs> Two wees? Most kids don't even have one. Yeah. Um, so the mother goes to talk to him about reconciling with his ex-wife, right? He said, you, know, you shouldn't just give up on marriage. Uh, and he missed Suan's recital at school that day. He was busy a working and selling people's mutual funds it's out from under It's a crucial him. period at work. We got to screw <laughs> over the lemmings, Ma. Yeah, the lemmings are going to get over on us. They might make a buck if we're not vigilant. But Ma's like, hey, it's a crucial period for her, too. But she recorded it. She needs her dad. The recital. And he watches his daughter's sad singing recital. Uh, and she's just droning off, getting made fun of and heckled by the, you know, he didn't teach her how to deal with a heckler. Yeah, that uh, that teacher lost control of that situation <laughs> for real quick. sure. You suck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now, Get now, on the stage. She does, but you can't say that. It's just uh, somebody else needed to help run that recital. Yeah, uh, we cut to them driving. Who goes to little kid recitals and heckles them? <laughs> Some grown ass man. He bought tickets. Doug, you're a grown ass man. Sit down. <laughs> this is ass. <laughs> just drinking a beer. Um, and so we cut to them driving in the car together. She's in the front seat. I don't know if that's a law over there or not, but she didn't seem, <laughs> she didn't seem old enough. Um, and then he talks to her about the recital and, and the heckler and all that shit. But instead of comforting her, he gives her a lecture about quitting, right? You, you got to finish what you start. Yeah. See, you want to be a big businessman like me one day buy two wees for your kid. Hmm? Mm hmm. How do you think I became such a big, a good business daddy? Huh? Yes. I, I, it's not because I, I would quit things halfway. No, I saw it all the way. You know, if someone's birthday, like say your birthday got in the way of me and my, hypothetically. my job, hypothetically, I would not go to your birthday. That's right. Because I am a good business daddy. That's right. That's right. Business daddy. And then fire trucks and emergency vehicles whiz by, almost hit him. She pulls her hand out the window. There's ash in the air. That's never good. I, I, okay, so I, I, ought to, I laughed really hard because they stop at the, the stoplight and like, the, you know, the emergency vehicles are rushing by. She sees the ash and there's a shot of, uh, uh, is it Sukwu? Mm -hmm. um, he, yes. He's looking out the window and you can see in the reflection of the window, like a high rise building is on fire and he goes, looks like something's happening. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I was dying. Like, that could just be a bad translation, too. It could be a bad translation. It could also be like they had him say that line, and then in post, they obviously put the reflection. So maybe he, the actor on set, doesn't realize he's supposed to be seeing what's happening, right? But the filmmakers kind of betray that and say, like, there, there it is. And he's like, oh, looks like something's happening. It's true. I mean, you're not he's wrong. Not, he's not wrong. You're not wrong. Something is happening. It's yeah. only a high rise building on fire. Tell me what about that's not true. Something's definitely happening. Uh, and then we see the titular train to Basan. Maybe, maybe if you sang better at your recital, you could have also put your school on fire. Yeah. See, you probably did that. You probably did that. With your shitty singing. Some kid heard your shitty singing. And <laughs> he decided he was going to take decided care of it. The world needed to burn. <laughs> We see the titular train to Busan. I think uh, there's like a baseball team. Um, yeah. And the kid's name is Hai Young, I think. Um, and we see the the two old egg ladies. I don't know their names, but they're they're, they're trying to share one. John Gil and Ungil. Is that their names? Yeah. The sisters. One boiled egg. Yeah. And she's like, we're only going to be on the train for two hours. I don't know why you brought an egg. Because I get hungry. My blood sugar gets low. I get it. The train guard guy sucks because the zombie <laughs> runs right behind yeah. him. 
He's like, yeah, huh? She, like, he, yeah, he's literally just like looking around and he's like, <laughs> behind him and he's like, must have been the wind. He got trained by the guy that was hosing down the truck. Trained? Yeah. <laughs> trained in Busan. Boom, 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 boom. He did the double whammy. I did. I liked it. So she sneaks right by him and that's uh, upsetting. It's upsetting to see somebody fail at their job. So miserable, right? But he let the zombie right on. Uh, and then we start seeing. So, go ahead. Uh, Jin, he's also with the um, the baseball team. She seems the to, cheerleader. Yeah, she's their cheerleader. She seems to have a thing for uh, baseball. Minyok, is that his name? Ba- I just call him baseball. Baseball let's teams. Just, let's just call him baseball. Don't have cheerleaders. I don't think. Well, she's their cheer- cheerleader. She, That's true. It seems to be she has a thing for him and he's either not like prepared to admit his feelings for her or he's just shy about it because he's like, sit over there. Oh. I got my headphones and she's like, it's not, they're not even on. All right. Yeah. But I don't want cooties. So back up. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to see this infection. baseball bat. It's a cootie cure. He didn't say any of that, but yeah. I got that impression. And she's like, boy, by the end of this movie, I'm going to bite your head off. <laughs> and we see subtle zombie shit through the window. And that's, it's a, it's a mainstay of the zombie genre. We're in the beginning. I love it though. If you do it real well, Ooh, it's good. Like Shaun of the dead does it excellently. Yeah. And especially with him being too tired and hung over to notice it. And I actually like this part, how like everyone's on the train, everything seems to be fine. And then the conduct, the, the guard guy who did a shitty job, mm-hmm. like is looking up the escalator. It looks like there's a fight or something breaking out and all these huh. people are around. And then the next time you see him, you just like see someone tackle him suddenly as the train start moving. It's like, Oh, that guy got eat. Maybe, maybe he made it. My or, head cannon, he's or fine. Maybe that was just like his best friend Gus, and he was like, Kevin! I miss you. I miss you so much. Oh my God. Guess what? This dude left a Wii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just giving him out everywhere. It's a special edition black one. It looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and her dad is sleeping. We'll call him daddy, business daddy, right? Business daddy. Um, and then we cut we cut to uh the zombie that snuck on the train. They're tying off the bite, saying sorry, right? Uh, and then that old, I think it's the asshole. It's Dick Cheese, as I called him. He's uh, Dick Cheese. <laughs> we don't have to call him that the whole time. That might get, you know, annoying. Uh, maybe suit. Suit? Because he's a suit. Yeah. He's a total suit. Yeah. Suit. Yeah. I think it's him that comes up and snitches on the zombie or what I what it makes you think is the zombie. I do like that. He's like, someone odds in the washroom. Yeah. It's a good like subversion of expectation. And then Swan goes to look because she's she's got a potty, I think. But it yeah. looks at first like she's just being nosy. And it's actually like a vagrant. I called him vagrant. I don't I don't think that's appropriate, but I don't know <laughs> so- what else. I, I, I called him homeless man. <laughs> and then I was like, no, that's not cool. But then, then like later on in the movie, uh, Su- Suan calls him Mr. So I'm like, okay. I, so in my notes, he's, he's, his, he's named Mr. Okay. I'll yeah. try not to say vagrant. I'll say Mr. Every time I see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause he might just be, you know, well, he's clearly suffering through something because yeah, a zombie attack. Like, Everyone's They're all dead. dead. They're yeah. all dead. And then uh, the suit guy looks at Suan and is like, hey, if you don't study in school, you might end up like him. Yeah. Capitalism, uh, you know, is a meritocracy. And she's like, no, it's not. My mom said people that say that are bad people. And he's like, well, your mom probably didn't study. <laughs> Sounds like she flunked school. <laughs> Loser. Yeah. And we cut to. That's how you talk to children. Uh, she, she can. T- also, was it kind of weird that like there's this issue with the bathroom? Like usually if someone's locked themselves in the bathroom, at least in, in our part of the world, and they're being sketched like that, it's probably because they're, you know, tripping out on something. Right. Maybe sure. or they're 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 not in a good place. Yeah, it could be a, a mental illness issue or yeah, or, or drugs. Place. Sure. 
And so they open the door and they're, they're just like letting this kid just like get a front row view of <laughs> yeah. this person that's like, they're all dead. They're all dead. And no one's like, honey, why don't you go uh, sit over there? Go, go, go. Because this is a learning opportunity. I want you to look at it and know why you should study. Yeah. I get it. Capitalism. Am I mm. right? Bones. So she goes looking for a bathroom that doesn't have one of those guys in it. Uh, and she finds Song Hua, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Um, and he points her to yet another bathroom because his pregnant wife is in there peeing for two peeing for He's two. Like, you don't want to be here when she comes out. I'm dumb enough to not realize what he meant when he said that. I was like, well, is there two people in there? Why are they both in there? Are there people trying to join like the, the, the mile long club? And he's like, the lookout? <laughs> the, honestly, the way the scene plays, at least from an American lens, it does sound like for a split second that he's using a euphemism for people having sex in there. Yeah. And why he's standing guard is kind of weird, you know, because he's not like I'm waiting for my turn. Yeah, he's not saying like he's waiting for his turn. He's like, go use that one. There's two people in this one. I was a little confused, uh, but then I'm like, oh, it's he's, Preggers. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's he's immediately you can the charisma just oozes off of him. I love that man dearly. I do. I love that man. Did I tell you that? You would die for him. And he got a part in the Eternals for being so lovable. Oh, that's where I know him from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, your favorite MCU movie. I actually don't think that movie's bad. It's not. People shit on that movie like it's the worst movie ever. And I'm like, guys, have you seen the other ones? The, the other ones? <laughs> it's nowhere near the worst Marvel movie. <laughs> that's, that's a good movie. That's it's a definitely good movie. like in a mid middle tier. Sure. Yeah. I liked it. I'm with you, Steve. Hell yeah. So she goes looking for another bathroom. Um, and the stewardess, I guess, I don't know what that's called on a train. I just kept calling her stewardess. Yeah. Do they have a different name? That's a good question. I don't think so. Not in my head canon. It's a, it's a train stewardess and she finds the zombie chick. Uh, and we cut to uh business daddy. He gets a phone call, another one and notices his daughter's missing, but he's not concerned enough to get off the phone. And that's his. Oh, Chris. What? They're called coach attendants. No stewardess coach attendants. I don't like it. <laughs> that's the person that helps the baseball coach. The coach attendant. <laughs> Like Not, keeps his balls clean and stuff. I think that's a, a, a kit, a kit boy <laughs> or a kit man. At least that's what they're called in, in Ted Lasso In Ted Lasso. Yeah. I was a kit boy when I was 11. I'm 24. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's, he's on the phone with his analyst, Kim, and he's telling him it's like a nationwide problem. We should be concerned. He's like lackadaisically looking for his daughter, Suan. Um, and then the old lady, one of the old ladies, I don't know if it was a June Gill and an on or something he said. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Gill and Ingill. One of them is fond of fascism. She's like, that's in Ingill's like fascism in, is in back in my day. We, we reeducated him. Yeah. That was like, Ooh. And I meant to search like, Oh man, the old political state of South Korea. Like if it was all one big, uh, like before North and South, I have no, I have no idea. I know nothing about the geopolitics of Korea, mm. but I meant to do research on like what she was referring to back in her day. But I just assumed not good stuff. That yeah. lady bonkers, right? Yeah. Sniper tone. I've been trying not- to get back over to the north side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's one man perched up there with a rifle that won't let any of us through. Ain't none of y'all getting past me. <laughs> That's right. I've been contracted by whichever Kim and Jong whatever <laughs> is in charge right now. I can't remember which one's alive and which one's dead. I kind of forget. But that's my brain going because I'm sniper tone and I'm 99. That's right. That's right. I had a birthday since the last time you saw me. <laughs> Nobody's getting past that. I got a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how to use it, but I'm glad it's there. That's right. Good you got a Wii, buddy. 
That's your only pay. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Every five years, I look back and I'm like, I don't even know that guy. I don't like that guy. My values have changed completely. And that's a good thing. That means I'm growing as a person. You know, I learn new things about myself all the time when I look back and things that used to be okay with me no longer are. I maybe want to want something completely different out of life. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or the why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you're at right now. And that can be a tough thing to find. I work in the mental health field, have for many years. And even then, looking for a therapist can be an exhausting process, especially dealing with all the ins and outs of insurance. And eventually you're just like, ah, I just won't worry about it, right? But what BetterHelp does is it connects you online. It's all entirely online. You can shop through different therapists to, to try to meet your needs. And then you can switch therapists rather easily if you're not jiving with the one that you've got. And I personally have, this is this is me getting real for a second. I've been trying to talk myself into securing a therapist for myself for a long time, like multiple years. I still, to this day, have not done it. I have no personal experience with therapy, except maybe you could call it group therapy with the 12-step stuff that I do. But I've got like severe anxiety, all kinds of shit going on. And I know that I need a therapist. And so I really like this sponsor, just connecting people easily right where they're at, right in their home with something that they probably desperately need. Uh, and then the zombie starts to rise on the stewardess. I refuse to call her a coach attendant. Uh, and that that looks none, none too good, right? And poor Suan just wants to go potty. Uh, she's still looking for a bathroom. The zombie munches through uh, my... <laughs> My note says oh, no. <laughs> zombie munches through a team tickle fight because because <laughs> the baseball guys, if you when it cuts back to them, they're like tickling each other. And he's like, stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the zombie comes out right at that moment. like Rah! So the zombie munches through. The classic team tickle fight. That's that's team building, man. I know. They were about to just bond and tickle each other yeah. like you do on any baseball team. They were going to nationals. God, this <laughs> happens again. And all hell breaks loose. That's when all the zombies stuff starts to pop off. Some of them turn quicker than others, as in any zombie movie, right? Mm. I can assume like a jugular bite is going to make you transform faster than, say, a hand oh, yeah. bite. That makes sense, that's biologically what the, that's speaking. What the coach attendant got. She got one of the jugular. But so the she, and she turned in like 10 seconds. Yeah, the, yeah, the stewardess, I think is who you're referring to. Yeah. She turned very quickly. Uh, no, I meant the coach attendant. <laughs> Uh, and then the mail train guy is what I put. The other coach attendant, he panics and incites panic by immediately being like, everybody freak out, run. And then, uh, I love how he waits to say that until he makes a full, like almost full car length away. And then goes, yeah, everything over there is fucked. Run. You got to make sure you put some padding between you and the this incident. True, yeah. Duh. You need some worn bodies between you and the cold ones. He does grab one lady on his way to tell the conductor. Uh, and rescue her like mm -hmm. pulls her out of the seat like oh hey <laughs> you're cool come on uh and then squoo looks for his daughter he continues to see that he sees the commotion and then the male coach attendant he he, he goes down trying to help to his benefit and finally he's like you know what 
this is my responsibility. I'm going to rescue this person. He had a moment of weakness, but he overcame it. Bad time, though. He goes down doing that. From his coworker, no less. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? I didn't. Was the that. other coach attendant that got him? Yep. Damn, it's it's always the ones you love. And maybe he shouldn't have commented on her scarf. Uh, and then he, he does grab his daughter, and we get a, a snorry cam. I think it's the coach, the male coach attendant, turning that we see his perspective. Um, are you familiar? You're, you you know the snorry cam, of course, right? I'm actually maybe I'm not. So it's the device. Most famously in probably Requiem for a Dream. I don't know how recently you've seen that, but they strap the camera. Oh, where it's like on their face and yeah, like it facing moves them. with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. it creates that crazy effect. And they do. I think it's a snorry cam they use briefly in this mm. scene. Um, it, it, it's really good with creating a sense of like frenetic energy. And yeah, you're, yeah. you're in the shit. With oh. them. Uh, and then we get a big pile of bodies. It's kind of that tiny World War Z thing where they 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 they're all moving so voraciously that they pile on top of each other and have to climb each other. The score kicks up. It's a fucking great scene. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back to Sang Hua and his wife Preggers. We don't know her name yet. I do. I do take note of it at the at the end of this film. <laughs> it's uh, Sung Young. Okay, there we go. And she tells him. Uh, she tells him to help her. And oh yeah, Sung Young is is his wife. That's why I wrote the note right afterward. Uh, <laughs> Boom! And then uh, Sukwu, business daddy, shuts the door on the cool dude, which is Sung Hua, uh, and the wife, right at the asshole's behest, which is uh, suit or dick cheese, as you'll find out later. And <laughs> and they don't know how to work the door, right? Like the zombies don't. Because eventually they're like, it's fine. Uh, once he lets him through, they're they're trying to figure out how to block the door so nobody else can get through. And he's like, just let it go. And it's like, what? Are you crazy? They're they're not quite as dangerous as Velociraptors. No. Because Velociraptors know how to open doors. Clever girl. <laughs> well, they're animalistic nature, you know, and the hind I, brain. I do like the idea because, um, who's is it? Uh, Song Yung, who um, gets the idea of like splashing water on the window and putting newspaper. Yeah, that's like, brilliant. Paper mache to block the windows. And as soon as she does it, the zombie's like, oh, okay. I'm just going to guess no one's back there. Cool. Let's just well, I think wander around. Is that before the. The jacket thing that they do, the newspaper, it's in this scene, isn't it? They they do they do it in this scene, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that was brilliant because, like, you know, they're very, like, immediate. Like, whatever's in front of their face is what the threat is or what the num-num is. Yeah, like, um, they're very line-of-sight creatures. Yeah, hen-brain, baby. Animalistic. All the way at the back. Primordial. The um, Abdullah Oblongata. Yeah, the Medulla Oblongata. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that one. Old wet newspaper trick. Classic was my note. <laughs> you guys do some paper mache. Here we go. Uh, so they're no longer stopping in, in Chonan, which is what they were going to do. Their very next stop. They're going to move right on down. Um, and then our main character's mom calls him granny. She sounds rough. Um, not looking, not sounding so good. She's been bitten. We can tell. We can tell. And I love how right as she turns, she gets like this rage, but can still speak at first. And she's talking about his ex. And then she's like, that bitch. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. In my head canon, she didn't turn into a zombie. She just, she, <laughs> just, just, she just really hates that. That's just how she feels. Her son's ex. She's over there watching prices right right now. <laughs> like like that, through the phone. Like, yeah. oh, she makes me so mad. <laughs> she's still fine. Watching network cable to this day. I, I'm, I spend all day with Suan and she doesn't give a shit about me and just wants her mom. Where is she? Not <laughs> by, here. By a vowel. 
because that can be so frustrating when they, you know. Why won't anyone listen to me? Make a guess. When I'm playing Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) Um, And then people are terrified at the next station, trying to get on the train. They're all being eaten and shit. Like, "Ah," it's terrible, right? Everybody's just looking out the window like, huh, sucks to be them. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Chaos on the roads. Zombies are prowling the train. Uh, and we find oh, out that, that that shot of like the, there's a bunch of zombies that have jumped on to helicopters and then they like fall yes and land on the ground and then immediately just pop back up and start attacking people that just happen to be near where they fell like oh that was horrifying that was something we've never seen before it was so fucking good yeah and then um, the whole time like as this is going on the people in the train are watching the tv and the tv is like showing some of the stuff but and most, on their phones too they're watching yeah. like live streams of this shit like oh, oh my yeah, god so that's, that's what they're doing they're watching live streams on their phone but on the tv there's a government official who's like don't believe in any of the rumors <laughs> it's all good there's just a uh, there's just a little kerfuffle happening i'm not gonna lie to you guys some people are being a little bit some they're being pricks but we're gonna <laughs> Trust in the government. You can trust in Big G. We got your back. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Big G is going to go out there. Capitalism, baby. We can solve this. All right. But it's four major cities that have succumbed to the Z virus, I believe. Hey, man, don't believe the rumors. That's right. Don't spread that shit. Fauci came on and he's like, (laughs) no, we're not going to go there. Uh, this, this is what we got going on with uh, <laughs> Suan gives her seat to one of the old ladies. I think it's is it the fascist one? Uh, I can't recall. It might be the egg one. And her dad pulls her aside. Business daddy says, look, you got to don't be giving your seat up to old ladies. Fuck them. You got to be looking out for yourself right now. You need your rest. <laughs> and she starts to kind of get watery eyed like you suck, dude. Like mm-hmm. it sucks to suck. He's and it's very sucks selfish. To, you suck. You suck so bad. Uh, and and Dejan station is supposed to be the end, right? I think that's where they're supposed to be able to get off the train. Um, Sanghua asks Suan about her dad while, you know, they're standing there. And he's like, what does your dad do? He sucks. Right. And uh, his he's, wife's like, don't say that in front of her, his daughter. And then Suan's like, what? Everyone's thinking it. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> like, knows. She, like She knows her dad sucks. He's a fund manager. He's a fund manager. And yeah. And he's like, oh, that explains blood it. Blood sucker. He feeds off of others. Mm hmm. This is our baby, Sleepy. We meet Sleepy, <laughs> which is a fetal name because I guess in their culture, the dad's supposed to name him. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a cultural thing or just something with them as a couple. That's but what, yeah, that's what they're deciding. He to hasn't thought of the name yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, the fetus has no name. Uh, his name is Robert Paulson. And then he, <laughs> um, our main character has a contact list. I think this is the first time I've ever noticed this. There's a whole list of contacts in his phone called Lemmings. Um, and he pulls that up. And he talks to uh, a guy in the military, uh, a lieutenant. I didn't catch his name, but he says, hey, once you arrive at Dijon Station, you will be quarantined. So go to the East Square, not the main square, and I can get I can get you out. Lieutenant Min. Min. Mm-hmm. Min. So do, uh, don't go to the main square. Uh, everybody else will be quarantined. I can sneak you out with some military friends of mine, right? But Mr. is there as well. Mr. is. He's listening. He's listening. He's that, like, oh, he is sly. I don't like quarantine either. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, how many times can you watch that Bo Burnham special? I don't want to be in there. Can you also be my business daddy? Yeah, please do. Please do. Tiger King, I'm over it. I don't want to be quarantined. Uh, And then I will never financially recover from this. (laughs) Carol Baskin's a bitch. And then they all hesitantly disembark at (laughs) Dijon. 
Daishan seamlessly rolls into the the rest of the recap. <laughs> uh, we see the baseball guy again with the cheerleader. That's the first time we've seen them in a while. Yeah, I um, guess there was like a, an outbreak in the middle of the train. So there are two opposite ends that are fending off the infected. So there's the yes. business daddy end and then the baseball end. They and there's like three baseball boys that made it out of that, I think. And then yeah. the cheerleader. The starting um, lineup has shrunk. Mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and the selfish guy. They barely got enough for an outfield. Who we're calling suit. He wants to uncouple the train and head on to Basan, where he knows about the quarantine as well. I'm COO of Stallion Express, just so you know, right? And the guy's like, I don't know how that's relevant or what I'm that matters. I'm a stallion. I'm a stallion. I'm a stallion. Are you a de- what? How did Dementor get on this train? Oh, hey, I just wanted to see the world. And, you know, I heard this was a pretty good place. I, and you know what? To be honest with you, I love trains. And I didn't get to be a part of the troop that went to the Hogwarts Express. That's true. So oh, I just, Yeah, some of them were allowed to go on the train. I didn't. My, you know what the problem it was? It was Carl. My Dementor mom and dad didn't sign the field trip paperwork. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go. I mm-hmm. never get to do cool things. So I went here. Yeah. The 101. But you know what? I got to say, all this zombie stuff, it sucks. <laughs> It definitely sucks. It bites and it sucks. They keep trying to go after me, but I'm just basically fabric and ill intent. So I'm they like, can't, they got nothing to buy. <laughs> I'm just fabric and ill intent. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so true. Downy soft fabric. That's the name of my new band. Fabric and Ill, I am the ill intent. That's <laughs> a great. Fabric and ill intent. <laughs> that's a great kingpin quote. Uh, and the, the selfish guy wants to uncouple and go straight to Busan. They kind of ignore that shit. They see restricted area signs as Sukwu and Suan are, are walking through. Um, but then, but then the, I, uh, what's his name? Mister. He spills the beans. He's like, hey, I heard your phone call. You guys, everybody else is going to get quarantined. We're going to go meet your military buddies. And the daughter's pissed. She's heartbroken that he only cares about himself. Right. That's why mommy left. Duh. That's why mommy left. left. God, you suck. I was telling this other guy how much you suck. We can literally just yell at everybody. Hey, follow us. Safe way. Safe place over here. No one will go. No one will know the difference. I don't think that's true, though. Like, not everybody's going to fit in the military Humvee. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It doesn't matter because everybody's dead. That's true. There's no, they're going yeah. to a whole bunch there, of nothing. There is no military. <laughs> yeah. Sanghua <laughs> sees the city is kind of not looking great as he's going down the escalator. And this is such a great set piece because how terrifying is that to have everybody rushing up, chasing you to eat you while an escalator is bringing you closer to the destruction. <laughs> yeah, right? that's terrifying. They do that. So and I love how they kind of. Reveal where he sees like there's bloody riot gear on the ground. Yeah, he's like, like hmm. there's like there was clearly a fight here. Last time I saw bloody riot gear. And then I love the reveal how you, you see like the feet of the soldiers and they're like looking. And they seem to be okay. It looks like they've made a perimeter yeah. around the um the entrance there. But then as soon as they like all turn around, it's like oh no, they're just <laughs> all uh infected and they and they just go crazy and attack everybody it's, and it's super scary so much more stressful because you've got like your your pregnant wife that you have to defend as well so you like he you know, he, like pick her up oh and, yeah throws her right over not throws her but sets her gently on the other side of the escalator on the stairs so they could go back up and all the guys at the bottom are poor bastards are getting like conveyor belted into the mouths of hell uh and then and then the the mister sees a person uh but it turns out He's also an infected person, right? Military zombie horde unleashed. Uh, and they're like, oh, shit. Well, it's and, like an injured dude. Like, it's like a wounded soldier. Help me. Help. And then just another infected just 
uh, well, I presume he linebackers was him onto the ground already turning like he was injured from bites. I presume, uh, I mean, but we don't know true. for sure. Yeah, because people do turn at uh, all, you know, varying degrees. Yeah, he got bit like on the knee. He's yeah. good for a little bit. And then Suan almost gets got. He turns around, sees his yeah. daughter. He selfishly somehow. Can you imagine being in this situation I and being they were 30 feet away? Her. Did you? I, yeah, I thought for a second that they were going to get this girl. Very effective. You were scared, weren't you? But that would be effective. Like you, you're, you're so far away from your kid and you that you're trying to protect and you like can't get to them. Oh, gosh. Oh. But can you imagine like leaving her like being 30 feet away at all? No, no. In this situation? No, no. Hold my hand. Absolutely. Yeah. If I, if I even put you down, um, I'm going to carry the whole backpack, but then song, backpack. song Hua saves her. My dude elbow to the fucking zombie Rope. dumb face. Boom. Uh, and, and then that's when we get the jacket trick. Like everybody kind of gets to safety through the glass doors, except for her, her business daddy. Right. Uh, suck woo. And, and then the, the mister actually saves him. He throws his jacket over the zombie's face. Yeah, and, pretty smart play by yeah, him. Genius move. And then he calms down immediately. Mister's a real G. He like comes in clutch. It's like putting blinders on a horse. Yeah. Or like, oh, like I'm that, fine. that little hat you put on falcons so they don't fly away. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm blind. I like how my horse voice is, I'm fine. And your falcon voice is, oh. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm a bird. Ah. I've got a deep. I want to grab a smaller bird or perhaps a mouse. (laughs) I want to grab a smaller bird. (laughs) Don't they eat smaller birds? What's on my to-do list today? (laughs) Number one, grab a smaller bird. (laughs) I'm not going to grab a bigger one. That'd be be silly. That'd be dumb. Come on, man. Um, And then uh, some idiots open the train door. Like they go to get back on the train, but on the zombie filled part and then they all bust through the windows and shit onto the train. It's, it's just wild, bro. Yeah. It, this whole sequence pandemonium. Um, and then Suan tries to go back for granny, granny. Cause that reminds her of her granny. Um, it's the, I think it's the non-fascist granny that she likes. Yes, uh, young. The one with the perm is the fascist one, right? Yes. Yes. Because she has a character moment later on where she shows that. That's right. Um, and then the the mister makes it to the train. He gets back on too, and they all say, conductor, please depart because they're waiting for all their friends. But the selfish guy is just forcing his hand. And like really the the uh, uh, coach attendant, the male coach attendant that remains throughout the most of this film, he's pretty weak willed. He's easily swayed by by the suit guy, the selfish suit guy. He was like, wait, you're the COO of <sighs> Stallion. You're a stallion. Oh, Holy shit. I have stock in Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, we still have Suk Woo and Song Hwa, uh, all of our main male characters, really, even uh, Baseball Boy. Yeah, Song Hwa uh, left the door open for Business Daddy. He's a good dude. Which is like the opposite of what he did earlier for him. The oppo. Yep. yep. But they're still back there trying to lock the glass door. I don't know why they didn't use their last remaining bat. It's a little frustrating on a, on a 15th watch because they had already barred all the other doors with bats and batons. Uh, but, oh, but they, they didn't want to do it with this one. Not that one. I need that bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all trying to get back onto the train. And at one point there's like a, 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 like a window that's kind of overlooking the train and a lot of the soldier zombies break through and they fall on top of that. Um, it's and, a really good set piece. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, two of the baseball boys go down after they finally get the, they finally get the door locked and then the, the glass breaks. So it was all <laughs> yeah. pointless. Yeah. Uh, and then two of the baseball boys go down immediately. And yeah. we can already see our main character, though. He starts to have his character arc uh, because he he does help the baseball guy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's starting to feel he's mean about know, it. He's, he's like, get up, idiot. You dumbass. <laughs> Baseball sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's starting to lose some of that individualism that he was having. Mm-hmm. He's trying to really kind of take part in the team. You know, what better way to show he's being a part of the t- collective humanity oh, team than by helping team. a baseball team. My teammate. Good game. Slap. Yeah. Uh, Slap butts. <laughs> and Slap butts. Song Hwa gets a shield and a baton, which is super fucking cool. Just yeah. briefly, but it's cool, I think. I think uh, so. And then the, we cut to the conductor. He's asking control if it's clear to go to Basan. And they're like, yep, I think it's good. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. It's fucking Friday, man. I'll be honest with you. I don't even work here. I was just hiding in this room and the radio went off. So sure. I love Busan. <laughs> I, I got family there. Uh, and then we see the Mr. The Suan and Preggers are in a car with zombies. And, uh, and then, and then it gets, they have, they get, they get spotted. So they have to like run into like the bathroom. Uh, cause they, they, they kind of chase them in there. And you've ever been in one of those bathrooms They're with tiny. two other people. They're tiny. It's not cool. What about five other people? Yeah, no, I've never, I'll, I'll be honest. I've never been in, in, with anyone like airplane bathrooms freak me out. I don't like to be in there by myself. Yeah. They're really little. They're Have tiny. you ever pooped on an airplane, Steve? No, I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I don't know. It doesn't seem fun. I've, I've done number one. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I say pooped and you can't say pee? I don't know. <laughs> I've done a number one. There's, <laughs> I, I've taken a long. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to detail it. I have also number one. I was dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of asparagus. Um, and then, yeah, so they're all stuck in the bathroom hiding, but they don't get the door all the way shut. It's not a good situation. There's like seven or eight zombies pr- trying to pry open the door, but right. they do still have cell phones, right? So the cheerleader calls baseball boy, and that's when we find out, or I think that's how we find out, right? Like the, the all the men are together, and they find that everybody's stuck in the bathroom yeah, together. Yeah, he tells them that no one else made it. He's crying because his friends are dead. Yeah, that's but briefly. He's like, oh, well, uh, and then <laughs> they're all stuck in car 13. Right. And our uh, song who song song, Hua, Suk Wu and baseball boy <laughs> are in car baseball nine. Boy. Baseball uh, boy's name is Minyong Guk. So the whole point of all of this scene is that we find out they have to get from car nine to 13, save them, and then get to safety in car 15 where they know that there's people safe. That's right, because the girl calls him from the safety part. Yeah. And we know that the bathroom's in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So they gear up. Not really that well. They just cover their forearms With briefly. Duct tape. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Leave my biceps and my and I, watching zombie movies. It's always frustrated me. Because, like, you always have, like, baseball bats with nails, all kinds of cool zombie weapons, right? Do you know what the best weapon would be, Steve? What's that? A suit of armor, my guy. <laughs> Medieval. Where are they going to bite? I want to put a suit of armor around the world, Chris. It's all you're, no, I'm just saying, if I was going to go out, I would be a knight. What was that, a quote from something, like a Taylor Swift song I'm not aware of? Uh, Tony Stark built this in a cave, Chris. <laughs> okay. With a box of scraps. That's true. Oh, yeah, Iron Man would be better than a suit of armor. That's yeah. true. But if we, barring that, just go medieval. You just clamp the visor down and click clack around. <laughs> they couldn't do anything with their stupid Are you little teeth. Bard to follow you around. I, yes. <laughs> do, do, Toss do, a do, coin do, do, to do, your do, witcher. Oh, valley of plenty. Any witcher fans out there? Nope. Doesn't matter. Still going to watch it. Uh, and then, so they, they go through the first train one down. It looks like uh, muscle guy goes first. And then we got business guy in the middle and baseball boy bringing up the rear. Mm-hmm. He takes a couple morality shots at him on the way. 
but they do beat a whole lot of ass. They do. These cars. <laughs> they like, do. Because I wasn't type. I wasn't sure what they were really going to do. And then it was just, oh, they're just going to fucking beat ass. <laughs> like they're just, they're just running there, throwing bows, mm-hmm. punching dudes, hitting them with bats. But clapping these, zombie but these cheeks, zombies Steve. cannot stay down. Like they, they you, they're, they're the undead. They truly are undead. They're not like most movies where you knock one down and they're. You, you can ta- cave in a head. You, you yeah. can cave in a head and they're, they're done. No, these things just keep coming in. They fall from helicopters and get up. Yeah. As we get, saw from the deer early on. That's why that was shit. so visually like uh, informative. That very first scene is so crucial for understanding how these things operate. There's one point where um, Song Hua, is that his name? Uh, strong guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, uses the shield to uh, hurt some footsies. I thought that was, uh, that was funny. No, that was our main character that has the shield. He gives oh, it to him. Okay. Yeah. So I like, I just liked how, cause you never see that. They're like, Oh, I bet their feet will hurt. If yeah. I, he's just banging toes. Bam. Yeah. He's banging toes. Whatever it takes, man. Got to, Got but it. the next car is baseball boys, buddies. And he gets immobilized. So yeah. He's just going to let his new friends die because his old friends, you know, Hey man, I had my first beer with that guy. Can't hit him with a baseball bat. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would do sleepovers at that guy's house since I was five. Yeah. I can't hit him with a bat. We beat Ocarina of Time together. That's a bond you cannot break. We printed out the walkthrough at his mom's house. I couldn't have found all the skull tulas without him. I stole all his Pokemon cards when he wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. I said it was the other dude that's in that corner. Or whatever, whatever you guys do to bond, right? Yeah. Uh, but eventually the lights go out, which causes all the zombies to just chill and they sneak past. And then the following they car. Just, they just turn off when the lights are out. Yeah, they use the ringtone trick. Right. He's like, hey, give me your phone. So he tosses the phone as a decoy and calls it. Right. Uh, and that's where they find out that that's a, that's a thing that they can do. And they reach the washroom and they they hide in opposite ones. Right. But then he says, um, why do you have that tacky ringtone? So there's a little bit of levity for a moment where and they bond. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he says, I what, don't know how to change. How it. do I change it? And then the, <laughs> the baseball boy laughs. Right. Because he's a young kid. He's good with technology. Um, anyway. But then he also says, like, I bet you never get to play with your daughter. Dads get all the shit, but no praise. But uh, but he's, he's talking about like he worked so hard to build a better life for your daughter, which like I get what he's saying. But also, I don't feel like he knows this guy that well. Like, I don't think business he does. Daddy, he's wearing a suit. Business daddy has not been doing a good job being. I want to know. It's a capital B business and a lowercase D daddy. That's what this guy's been doing so, so, thus far. I wanted to know what you thought about this scene. Oh, because the, the washroom. Yeah, because it's it's pretty pro capitalism. Briefly, like I like that they're bonding and he's, he's saying, look, man, you're trying really hard, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's not a case where he is a loving father who just works a lot. Like he's an, a, an objectively at the beginning of the film, an objectively selfish person, right? Yeah. Who, who knowingly fucks over the common blue collar man for a living and he ca- and laughs about it. He calls them lemmings, right? Uh, and so in this scene, it was just strange because Song Hua was seemed to be like, you know, us men, man, we do have to work from dawn to dusk or mm-hmm. to put the money on the table for the women's folks. And sometimes they don't understand. Like, I know what he's saying, but also the way they kind of linger on um, business daddy's face is business daddy realizes like, oh, that's not like, like you're not wrong, but should we be doing that? Like, is that a system that's worth being a part of and actually kind of that's interesting, um, sure. like being a part of and you know, what's that called? Um, really lighting a lighting a candle for that cause the way he has been doing carrying so a much. torch. Yeah. He's, he's been carrying this torch of like, yay business and uh, stocks and trades and capitalism and mm, money care about no one but yourself. Capitalism, baby. Mm. And now in this moment, he's like, well, maybe it manifest have, destiny. Have I should, am I uh, helping a system that makes this guy who is objectively a good person who's fighting for 
others and trying to save them for him to even say that? Or is he just like saying that to appeal to me? Because in a way he is doing that, but he's lost the purpose of why he's been sacrificing so much. He got caught up in the rat race. Even if he started it with good intention intentions, he's not a good dad. I should have known as soon as I was found, you know, as soon as I was informed, it was called a rat race. It wasn't good. Exactly. I I want to be a rat. Uh, we cut back to the to the car 15 where everybody's kind of safe, as, as, at least as far as we know. There's like the fascist lady. And then the, she's super sad that her sister's gone. Yeah. Douche suit is in there. Um, but the cheerleader's super excited. Hey, everybody's alive. All my friend, One of my friends is alive. They're bringing survivors it's to us. Great news, everybody. And uh, Dick Cheese, not excited. No. No. He's upset. How do you know they're not infected, dumb girl? Or even if they aren't infected, how do we know that they're not Democrats? That's what he's thinking. <laughs> And then uh, they go through a tunnel and they end up, our main crew ends up climbing along the luggage racks to safety was their plan, right? But Mr. Slips as he's stepping on the seat and uh, her dad goes back to save him. So he's growing as a person a lot, right? His daughter's like, oh, wow, this is cool. You're saving Mr. Yeah, and it's a dirty man and he's still saving him. My dad hates dirty mans. (laughs) That is a handsome dirty man though. (laughs) Uh, But he steps on a can as soon as they do the countdown. It's anticlimactic and they just run. I do love the can thing because even if they started running, it would have the same exact effect. The only thing that changed is they stopped and looked at each other. Yeah, they, they did waste precious time on that. They could have just kept going. And Maybe they both love that flavor and they had a moment of like, oh, this shit is awesome. Oh, dude, I love Orange Crush. <laughs> oh, man. So they, they book it and Sang Hua is stuck holding the door, uh, which would have been avoided except that everybody in car 15 uh, led by douche suit won't let them in. Right. And it's this terrible sequence. They're like, they've um, gagged Jin He. Yeah. They're like, hey, no. Took her phone away. So, like, she can't call her boyfriend and more. We don't them. want him to know we're in here. Uh- <laughs> no one's home. Yeah. Hello. We don't want none. Hello. Um, uh, and eventually like you can even see baseball boy calling her phone and then like he stomps his boot on it like no yeah and she's not gonna be, be able to play tetris later Let either them die all 66 yeah pretty much um and then <laughs> no ticket one one of the uh one of the guys zombies bites song Hua's hand it'd be weird if just one of the guys did it and why'd you do that man <laughs> dude what the hell i was hungry uh, and then the old lady sees that her friend or sister's in there. Um, and then Sang Hua, he says, he tells the main character uh, to take his wife and just go. I've been bitten. I can hold him off a little bit, but I'm getting tired. I can't hold this door much longer. Right. Um, and then he names his baby is the last thing he says to his wife. I think it's Yun Su or Yun Su Yun. Uh, I didn't catch it. I didn't write it down. Something like that. That's one of the damn it. We don't know the baby's name. Sleepy. Uh, and I'm then just stuck with sleepy. That's a pretty cool name. Everybody else makes it through except granny. Granny goes down by virtue of just not running. Yeah. She just let it happen. She's like, I'm old. But, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Her sister's really bummed about it though. Super bummed. But uh, it's this really great scene when they, they make it into the, 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 the rest of them make it into the safety of the cart with the people who are willing to like keep them out for them to die. Yes. They easily could have, all of them could have been saved if they just let them in and then shut the door back. But, but fear kept them from doing that. And there's this really great scene where um, uh, business daddy, uh, um kind of runs up to do suit and just punches him like, why did you do that? And just like the pain in his voice, like, why? Yeah, that's a really why good scene. Why would you do that? Like, you, we could have saved everybody, but you did that. It's really, 
Uh, it was a very powerful moment. And then he he stirs the mob. He says he's infected. That's how he, he gets back in everybody's graces, right? Like, look I'm at like, me. He's fighting. He's fighting me. That means he's infected. Yeah. Look at his eyes. It's uh, not because I'm a dick. No. 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 Am I wrong? And they all eventually say, "Hey, no. look, you get out of here, right?" So they isolate them. Go get everybody who's get new here, here. Move to the vestibule. Move to further safety. It's some weird plan they have. Yeah, get in the other car. We yeah. just don't want to look at your face. <laughs> and they're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, they all go. And the dude that shuts the door and it shows him briefly is so happy. Like, yeah, yeah. Go on, get. I'm going to live for another 13 seconds. I'm going to live forever. And they start to lock themselves in, tying like, it with all their ties and stuff. Yeah. And then the old ladies, she's upset about her sister saying, to, and remember, she's the one who misses fascism with yeah. fond memories of it. Says, good riddance, always helping others before yourself. What was the point? And she's looking back at all the shitty, selfish people. And that's what she means. Like, what yeah. was the point of yeah. helping other people? Right. And so she opens the door. Like, all these people deserve to die. And she's not wrong. Not no. wrong. I'm sure there was a couple good scared apples in there, unfortunately. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, the, dick, she's, the she's, dickest she's, of the dick lives. Yeah. Well, she sees her turned sister in the in the in the glass and is like thank you for everything before she opens the door and dooms all those people to die <laughs> yes yes and we see it's a harrowing scene from the survivor's perspective through the glass that you can't really see but just blood and shadows and screaming for a good long while it sounds um, like my tuesday nights <laughs> <laughs> but the the male coach attendant and suit are still alive in one of the bathrooms yet again the bathrooms uh, no response from control the conductor's trying to reach control now there's smoke in the area though zero zero communication uh we we get a great scene between um uh Sukhu and his daughter suan hey it's your birthday i'm gonna get you to busan no matter what his character arc is almost complete right and then he gets a call from Kim, his analyst, and we find out he has a part to play in why the pandemic is even happening, right? YS Biotech is the company behind the zombie virus, and that was the company that they were investing in and selling everybody's mutual fund to get to and all that stuff. So they at least have a small part in supporting this. So this is more symbolism of how capitalism feeds uh or at least excess greed, unchecked capitalism feeds uh, all of our atrocities, right? Yeah, it should be said that I think base capitalism isn't necessarily bad, but it's rampant capitalism that is. It's when you it, you just start like only the only thing that matters is a bottom line. Yeah. That's when things are terrible. This isn't like more from Red Wave movie reviews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think everybody. Hello, comrade. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be on the top 10 of Spotify. Now we're on a watch list. Um, <laughs> so, and we see something's blocking the train tracks. So the, the, the conductor pauses the train. It's like a giant shipping container oh, and other she, trains. She says she couldn't finish her song because she didn't see her dad. In the, like he didn't show up oh, for the yeah. Like she says, like she practiced just for him. She wanted him to be there and then he didn't show up. And that's why she couldn't finish it. And then she cries saying, will you please stay with me? Don't leave me ever again. Mm. It's very sad. Yes. Everything's going to be fine. He can't get a hold of his ex-wife either. Uh, that, that's This is before Kim calls him. Right. And, and he kind of breaks down, but like, he can't get a hold of her mom. And he doesn't know what he's going to do. Like he promised her he's going to get. But he did hear that Busan is safe. Yeah. Which um, is where she is. Supposedly. Yes. Uh, and so the train tracks are blocked. They need to find another train. The, you know, and so the conductor hops out. First train is no good, full of zombies. And then our main crew decides they got to move on. They can't sit there and wait. They got to go on their own. Right. Second train also no good. Um, and then we cut to the uh, asshole, the suit. And he's in the train with the coach attendant 
in the washroom, he tells him the coast is clear and then pushes him out. <laughs> to, pushes him towards the zombies. Like he's just a whole nother level of piece he's of shit. Such a piece of shit. And then he also lets all the zombies out of the train and yeah, so he doesn't doing. close the door behind no, him or anything. Doesn't matter. No. And that's the worst. He is the equivalent in this movie of people who leave their shopping carts amok in the parking lot at the supermarket. <laughs> that is the level of terrible this man is. Damn. Uh, <laughs> you know? There's a certain level of hell reserved for pedophiles and people who leave their carts unattended in the parking lot of a grocery store. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And then there's a giant fucking flaming train and it comes barreling in and crashes into some other trains and throws everybody everywhere. There's a big crash. Baseball boy and the cheerleader are cut off. Her name is Jin He, right? Yeah. Uh, and then ugh, they we follow them for a little bit, trying to run to safety. And then asshole runs up and he throws her into the zombie again. He could have just shut the fucking door. Yeah, he could have shut the door behind him and no one would have been hurt. But no, he just keeps throwing people in the in between him and the the cold ones. And then baseball boy, it's such a fucking poetic, terrible end. He just holds her while she turns and then finally bites him. Yeah. Like he just weeps like. And I, I like he's, he's lost all of his friends. Yeah. Like what's, what's even the point? I can't contemplate survival at this point. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm over this shit. I get it. And I respect it. Yeah. He clearly loved her and cared for her in a special way, even though he wouldn't admit it. And, I respected and, and that. never admitted it to her. So it's like an extra little bit of sadness to it. Yeah. Man. Mm. That, Plus that his guy's a dick. His That's batting average was off the charts. Seriously. He was, he was hitting noggins left and right. <laughs> yeah, is that a word? Uh, and then we, <laughs> after the explosion, we cut back to Suwan yelling, wake up to our protagonist. And we, we see asshole slips, uh, running for the train. And the conductor's like, come on. Cause he doesn't know he's already murdered two people. And yeah, this poor conductor who's like so removed of everything else oh, that's yeah. been going on this whole movie is just like, oh, poor dude, I'll help you. Yeah, he dies doesn't helping the murderer. Doesn't realize he's going to help the worst person on mm -hmm. the planet. Yeah, a cart lever. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Mr. ends up saving the girls because they're trapped under the train. He ends up holding them so that uh, that they can both get out. Um, How cool is that shot where they're trapped underneath the, the train that's kind of derailed, but it's at an angle? And you can all see all the, the people through the glass. All the people through oh, the glass so are trying good. to get to them. Oh, yeah, that's super scary. But yeah, our protagonist goes under there. Like, can you imagine how good this video game would be? That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. Done. Yeah, he goes under there. Uh, some of them break out of the glass. And this is where Mr. kind of blocks them all so that the two women can uh, can also escape through there. Yep. And then I, I didn't realize this, but I thought like, oh, man, they're going to overtake him and start biting him because that's when all the other ones kind of break out. But then the train actually like... Squishes yeah, squish. all of them too. Which is a better way to go? I, I, true, but he probably got bit before that too. <laughs> yeah, he just had both. Yeah. yeah, he got he got two scoops. And then it's chaos because they all the surviving zombies, you know, just start to hoard out, uh, not whore out. That's none of my business. I'm sex hey, positive. I'd be okay with that zombie. Outbreak, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's up, zombies? <laughs> oh no, we're having too much sex. <laughs> Don't bite me. <laughs> and then they make it to the train. Uh, they finally get to the train. And what do you think about the zombie train chain? I liked it. The zombie train chain. Yeah. It reminded me of that thing that they do in Marvel movies to make it look like Captain America runs super fast. Like the behind the scenes thing where it's just like a, a carpet that they're dragging behind a car. And then Chris Evans is running on the carpet. <laughs> but it, so it looks like he's running super fast. Yeah. Like that's all I can think about is that <laughs> that thing they do for movies. It's but. so cool, though, that they all just keep jumping on each other and they're actually going to slow the train yeah. down eventually. And then there's that one that's in like a blue suit that like kind of scuttles up over yeah, all of them. That's terrifying. Of makes it up there. Yeah. He's already trying to kick off the few hands that are holding the whole chain on there. Yeah. 
Uh, and that guy just starts running across them. He's like, ah, uh, but eventually he does get them off, which is good for them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the hammer pulls you get, off. Get the zombies off. <laughs> and then the, the suit as a zombie is in the train car. It never fucking stops. Right. That guy's up there slowly turning into even more of an asshole. Uh, and eventually they tussle for a while and, and, uh, our main character sacrifices himself for, for, uh, Song Hua's wife and his daughter, and then they both help him and it goes back and forth with them helping each other mm-hmm. until finally the selfish man bites our main character. Uh, and he is able to chain himself to it and sling the guy off, but it's too late. Right. Yeah. So he takes the women into the train, uh, the conductor's little seat there shows them how to break the, the train when it's time to be safe. I do like how he's like, I assume this is the break. Yeah. It I says do, break. I do like that one line. Like I assume this is the break. Yeah. I don't know how to drive trains. I really don't know. <laughs> There's no train simulator on Microsoft. No, not it's only planes and complete and utter destruction of my heart and soul in the next scene where he yeah. realizes he has to jump off the train. Cause he's to save his daughter. He's going to turn back to song Hua's speech, right? Like, one day she'll appreciate your sacrifice. That's what he said. And yeah. so it's a good foreshadowing moment there. And, and we just s- that moment where she's crying, like you promised you wouldn't leave me. And you can tell like he has no intention of leaving her, but he has to. And it's the one time where like he took for granted having this daughter and he would always leave her. And now when he finally like wants to do nothing of it's the heartbreaking. sort, he has to. And then we, we get vision oh, as, so as he turns into a zombie, he gets all those like memories of her as an infant. Yeah. Uh, ah, I was just, just stepping on my soul, spitting on it and yeah. telling it it'll never be anything when it grows up. It's just like, oh, why are you doing this to my yeah. soul? A bad man turned good <sighs> a little too late. But then Pregers and Suan, <laughs> they arrive to safety and outside Busan. There's bodies all over the tracks. We, just, we, we heard about the defenses of Busan earlier. That's what this is. Uh, and they slowly walk through. There's snipers watching them. They radio into their their commanding officer. Hey, people are coming. It looks like a woman and a young girl. And we'll check them for a zombie. I like to picture like an American captain there. Well, see if they're botting and shit. See if they got. Yeah. See if they're all body. They look all scary. Well, sir, they're in a tunnel. Mm, that, that is scary. Lit, and I so can't tell. Well, is, shoot them. Yeah, I'm all here. Uh, we conferred about it briefly, and we all think the only way forward is to fire upon them, sir. Mm-hmm. Just well, to, for target practice, if nothing else. Yeah. I don't think they're zombies. They might be, though. They You're might be, though. That. And you said it was women? Oh, yeah. I shoot just them. got off the phone call from my boss. He's the COO of Stallion Express. <laughs> he says we shoot them. But then, right before he's about to fire, he hears singing. Suan finishing her song in memory of her father crying. And then they say survivors approaching Yeah, in that Southern American accent, which is weird. The infected, we all know they only sing country. So they were like, they're Mm -hmm. good. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. What if they just started saying, baby, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. And they just open fire. Open. (laughs) It's like, no, they're not infected. They're singing like, yeah, we know they are. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and that's it. That's one of the uh, masterpieces of modern horror. I would venture to say easily top five horror films of the 21st century. That's just my thoughts personally. 
thank you to Casey for for making us cover this on the pod. That was yeah. an absolute joy and a pleasure. Thank you to Casey for being a mod as well. She does a lot of great work and oh, so makes much. our Discord way better than it has any right to be. I think next week we're doing skate, right? Grind. Grind. Skate, Grind. skate is the game. Grind yes. is the movie wherein they skate. Yes. <laughs> That's how my brain did that. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. That's what we're covering next week. <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. Get that, it out, is. Of, get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby. So, so then we're going to be plowing through our patron demanded movies. As we said, we might do two next week, but at least one every week for the foreseeable yeah. future. Uh, and stick around for our Yellow Jackets coverage as well. Keep the emails coming in at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. And if you want to force us to watch one of these movies, you can go to patreon.com slash streaming things. And pick one of your own and put it on the list. Put it on the list. We got a bunch to get through, my friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. They're all bangers. So thank you to everybody who's supported us. And thank you to everybody for listening. We love you so much. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. everybody just kidding that was a couple days ago but in the month of april we've got some new patrons we want to give a shout out to because they are keeping the lights on for us over here at streaming things as well as many of you who have been patrons for a very long time so let's welcome these newcomers into our family our first one isn't technically new but he did upgrade his tier to the highest tier possible of the k Stu patron saint of streaming things and that is stanton valentino so thank you so much stanton uh, we also want to welcome our brand new Try Before You Deny producers, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, and Matthew Amerson. Thank you, guys. Uh, brand new to the Marty B VIP section, we have Aubrey Carell, Tyler Ashby, Alan Tomlinson, Kate Lampy, Joey Stewart, Terrence Sayre, Jesse Lay, Kashunya, Luke Dixon, Lena Anderson, and Huang Lei. Thank you guys so much. In our chocolate pudding producer sections, we got some brand newcomers. We got Crystal Wheatley, Katie, Anna Javinjo. I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. Uh, thank you to Bailey Patterson, Abby Christine Creations, Aaron Bradley, California, Alex The Average. I think you could be pretty great, Alex. Not going to lie. Lauren Daly, Sarah Podber, Richard Humphrey, Sarah Rowe, Chris Williams, Stephanie Jose Presidio, 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 Presidio. I'm pronouncing that way wrong. I'm so sorry, Jose. Uh, Melanie Dame, Katie G, Wade, Huggy Huggy Loaf. I love that name, Huggy Loaf. And of course, the upside down Canuck. Um, What is an upside down Canuck? Is that like a a mean Canadian? I don't know. Uh, And finally, our friends don't lie producers. We can't leave them hanging. We got to thank them as well. So thank you so much to Austin Sylvie. Sahiba and Zare Pena. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support the show. We can't do it without you. And I hope you keep enjoying these episodes.